You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be discussing the key characteristics and advantages of disinfectant wipes and how to use them effectively in the dental office. Our guest today is Mary Gavoni, an internationally recognized speaker, author, and consultant. Mary has been working with dental teams for more than 40 years on clinical efficiency, infection prevention, ergonomics, and team communication. She has a master's in business administration and is an RDH and CDA. Mary, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. So there's a very relevant topic in today's world of uh, being extremely stringent and careful about infection control protocol. My first question is, what are the key characteristics of an effective surface disinfectant for dentistry? Great question. Um, First and foremost, we need to make sure that the disinfecting products that we use in dental practices meet the recommendations in the CDC guidelines for infection control in dental healthcare settings. And the chief criteria is that the disinfectant be tuberculocidal. So in other words, it needs to have a claim on the product label that it's been tested for effectiveness against mycobacterium tuberculosis. And it's not that we have TB bacteria circulating around in our treatment rooms all the time, that microorganism is selected as a benchmark because it's a spore-forming bacteria and it's very difficult to kill. So if the product can kill TB bacteria, it can kill other bacteria like staph and strep and MRSA and so forth that are much less difficult to kill. Mm -hmm. So once we've made that selection, then we look at what's the kill time for TB. There are some products on the market that have a 10-minute TB kill time, which means that you really can't touch or, or work on those environmental surfaces or equipment until that time has lapsed in order to know that the bacteria would be killed. Uh, most of the newer generation products available on the market now are within one to two minutes. And I think one minute kill time is probably an ideal because it makes it much more efficient. Then another characteristic we look for is um, how we use the product. Is it a one-step product or a two-step product? And what that means is a one-step product if it's cleared through the Food and Drug Administration for use that way, means we can clean and disinfect in one step as opposed to two steps, one to clean and then one to reapply the disinfectant for the disinfecting process. And lastly, I would look for something that is the least toxic to the dental professionals that are using it all day long. Many surface disinfectants on their safety data sheets will say that you need to wear utility gloves, heavy duty utility gloves when you have your hands in contact with the product. And now some of the newer generation products that are coming out on the market don't even require the use of gloves, although we still recommend because we use and we're contacting the the disinfectant so much, but you could simply use exam gloves or procedure gloves instead of the utility gloves, which makes the cleanup easier. Is there an advantage to using sprays over wipes or should both be used? Well, I think most practices probably need both sprays and wipes. Wipes are, I think, sort of the workhorses. That's what we use most efficiently in the treatment rooms on 
environmental surfaces and equipment, uh, but there are some surfaces that perhaps the wipe doesn't work as effectively on, and so a spray might be a good addition to that, although I might be inclined to say, how about considering a barrier if you think that the wipe can't reach all the areas? But the biggest advantage of still having a spray in our arm or in our armamentarium is that impressions need to be disinfected before they're either poured up or sent out to the lab. And if it's an alginate impression, you can't immerse it in a disinfectant, so you do need to spray it. We used to subscribe to the spray, wipe spray uh, method of disinfecting because that's what the CDC told us that we needed to do, which meant we sprayed a surface and wiped it to clean it, remove any body fluids or, or debris from the surface, and then we sprayed it again and reapplied to disinfect. But the CDC guidelines don't say that anymore. They say um, clean first and then disinfect. So I think wipes are a better way to go. We're creating less of, of a potential hazard in the environment for exposure um, to the members of the dental team from spraying disinfectants all the time. And the dental team is exposed to a lot of aerosol just from the handpiece and the other things that are going on in the office, profies and so forth. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So to minimize that aerosol, uh, what's the word for that? That um, spatter? Spatter, splatter, aerosol. Those are all splatter, the terms yeah. that OSHA uses and CDC. Absolutely. Yeah. So can disinfectant wipes be damaging to the equipment and the surfaces? Absolutely. Um, any product that you apply continually can cause some film buildup. They can cause some discoloration. You can get some odors from buildup on, on surfaces. And the common belief is that it's products that have a high alcohol content that because alcohol can be drying, the belief is that it's the alcohol, um, high alcohol disinfectants that cause the most damage to surfaces. But a lot of research is now showing that it's actually the ammonium chloride solutions that are compounded with alcohols that cause some of the buildup and certainly can interact with other chemicals. Alcohol by itself is a very effective um, and, and quickly effective at disinfecting. It evaporates quickly, um, so it doesn't leave uh, residue behind, but it's not the best cleaner, so it's usually combined with another compound to make it a, a better cleaner. So in other words, you can do that clean and disinfect in one step and clean and disinfect with the same product. But now we're finding that a little bit higher alcohol and a lower um, ammonium chloride compound in the product is actually better. Um, one example of a new product that is becoming available now is um, Medicom's ProSurface. It meets all the criteria that we just talked about. It's tuberculocidal. It has a one-minute TB kill claim, and it's a one-step product. It doesn't have a warning on the safety data sheet for um, wearing utility gloves, so it's safer for the dental team, and it's been shown to cause less environmental or surface damage. Mm -hmm. So that's considered like a state-of-the-art type of wipe that you that you Absolutely. recommend. Okay. What is the name Absolutely. of the product that you mentioned? It is Medicom Pro Surface. 
And then let me ask you this. So you have dental practices that make their own wipes. I mean, I've seen that. Oh, yes. Being in the industry, the profession for many years, for, for instance, using gauze and then using a disinfecting solution. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I think it's a bad idea. And I full disclosure, I come from the days of, of using two by two gauze and straight isopropyl alcohol as our disinfectant, which we no longer do, thankfully. But I see it as well as a as a consultant. There are several reasons not to do it. First and foremost is that disinfectant sprays in particular, and which is what is typically used if somebody's going to make up a, a container of gauze with solution poured onto the gauze, those are tested for efficacy by the Food and Drug Administration to be sprayed on the surface, not to sit and in soak um, with gauze. And so we don't know if they're effective as the label claim says or not. It's an off-label use of the product, which is never a good idea, especially with um, respect to infection control protocols. And there are some studies that have shown that the fibers in gauze will, over time, about 24 hours, will actually bind up the active ingredients in the product, which then means it's not going to be effective. Plus, you also don't necessarily know what kinds of chemicals might be in the gauze, for example, bleach that might interact with the formulation of the surface disinfectant. So it's never a good idea. Now, having said that, if somebody wanted to take like a four by four gauze and saturate the gauze directly from the spray bottle onto the gauze and then apply it to their surface, that's acceptable. But soaking in the, the, the gauze in the solution is not. Yeah, it just seems like from the standpoint of efficiency and workflow, the last thing the dental office needs to do is start creating their own wipes to hopefully match the efficacy of, for instance, the material, the, the wipe that you recommended or other wipes in that class. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's just not a using products. And again, especially in the area of infection control, using them for off label um, or off label uses, not the recommended use is just never a good idea. It's too big of a risk. You've covered a lot of information about wipes, disinfectant wipes. Is there anything else you want to add before we end this podcast? If someone is thinking about changing uh, their disinfectant, they're using one product, and they want to switch to a new product, say they, they like the new um, Medicom Pro Service and they want to, to switch to that, it's a really good idea to clean environmental surfaces first before you switch products so that the chemistries of two different products don't interact. And the best way to do that is make warm, soapy solution with Dawn dishwashing liquid because that tends to cut through a lot of, it cuts through grease and it'll cut through other products. So go over all the surfaces first to clean them, rinse them, dry them before you start using a new product. Well, that's really good information. And I had no idea that that was something that, was, that you really need to do. Um, mm -hmm. Thanks for adding that. That was very, very useful information. So um, we had you on a couple of other podcasts, which we haven't released yet, but we're going to shortly. So we will be releasing them probably in two weeks. Just so Wonderful. You know. Yeah. So we're looking forward to that on infection control. So um, ladies and gentlemen, you just heard from Mary Gavoni, who's, who's really an international star when it comes to infection control in the dental profession. And Mary, we do hope to have you on again 
there's so many topics you can talk about related to this part of dentistry. I mean, it's you've just touched the surface. You, you've covered a lot of good stuff. There's so much more <laughs> to go. Yeah. So well, we thanks for having me. Thank you so much, and uh, have you. a great night.